The following program is produced and sponsored by Cancer Treatment Centers of America. The information discussed during this program is not medical advice. Be sure to talk to your medical doctor for information and advice relating to your health. Thanks for making the choice to join us now. This is Health, Hope, and Inspiration. I'm Wayne Shepherd. Our host is Percy McRae. Percy is Director of Faith-Based Programs at Cancer Treatment Centers of America. And we sit down to have these conversations, Percy. We are encouraged by them, aren't we? I'm encouraged, Wayne, because I get to really uh, touch base with the humanity of God's people from all walks of life from all socioeconomic backgrounds, and I learn more about me, and I learn more about who I serve, and I learn more about the world that I live in. Yeah, it's not so much what we bring to this, it's what our guests bring to the conversation. That's exactly right. We're just facilitating, again, a transparent dialogue and discussion that we can get to hear what God is doing in the lives of his individual uh, children, and we get to sit on the sideline and be part of that discussion. So today we're going to talk about, uh, well, you tell me what we're going to talk about. You you announce it today. Absolutely. Well, thank you, sir. I appreciate that. Uh, We're we're going to talk to a gentleman today, uh, Tom, who's basically going to really unpackage his humanity and and talk about some of his struggles uh, uh, in his journey with God, his faith walk. But while in the midst of all that was going on in his personal life, uh, came down with cancer and how his faith ultimately became the basis by which he continued to work through the, the hardship of cancer and at this point is progressing very well. And he's going to help us to understand how, though we may not be our best, God always gives us his best. No question about it. At Cancer Treatment Centers of America, spiritual support is provided as desired by the patient. We'll get to our interview in just a moment here on this week's edition of Health, Hope, and Inspiration. We always offer a resource, a free resource, because we want to be as helpful as possible. And this week, it's called Reducing Your Risk for Cancer. Absolutely. And again, this is not an exhaustive document. I say that often because, again, we're trying to give people some things to think about, but we're certainly not suggesting that this is the end all to all. But this document basically gives us some things to think about and will give our listeners things to think about with regard to uh, getting active and staying active, how potentially uh, that can help to... uh, offset some of the dynamics of sickness and disease, uh, guarding and working with your immune system and how to possibly help strengthen that, monitoring and managing stress levels. So the document is really designed to be very practical and very reasonable of things that we can employ today in potentially helping offset cancer in our lives. It's titled Reducing Your Risk for Cancer. You can download this now at healthhopeandinspiration.com. But keep listening while you download because we'd love to have you stick with us for a very insightful conversation coming up. Reducing Your Risk for Cancer at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Percy, there's only one way really that people learn about our program, and that's word of mouth and social media. And we want everyone listening now to make sure you, first of all, subscribe Correct. to the podcast. Second of all, leave a review of this podcast on iTunes. That's correct. That's very helpful. And third, join us on Facebook. Absolutely. We now have Health, Hope, and Inspiration podcast on Facebook, and we want to see and hear from you. Let us know how that is a blessing to you. And of course, share with family and friends. Stay tuned for this week's interview as Percy talks with a guest in a moment with hospitals in Atlanta, Chicago, Philadelphia, Phoenix, and Tulsa. Cancer Treatment Centers of America takes an integrative approach to cancer care. They use conventional medical treatments to attack the disease 
while helping patients manage side effects and maintain their quality of life by using the evidence-informed therapies like nutrition and naturopathic support, along with pastoral care, pain management, and other supportive care services. Treatments are tailored for each patient's specific needs. Visit our website at healthhopeandinspiration.com, click on Sponsor to learn more about Cancer Treatment Centers of America, or contact one of their friendly oncology information specialists about questions you may have about your treatment options by simply calling us at 866-712-HOPE. That's 866-712-HOPE. Cancer Treatment Centers of America uses state-of-the-art technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at Health, Hope, and Inspiration. And for inspiration, let's turn to God's Word. Absolutely. And again, we understand that it is food to our souls. Proverbs, the 16th chapter, verse number 9. What a great scripture to read that's so applicable across the board with the lives of human beings. In their hearts, the Word of God says, humans plan their course, but the Lord... But the Lord establishes their steps. And so this scripture is going to help us to be reminded that we may have thoughts and ideas about what we're going to do. But ultimately, at the end of the day, God is ordering and establishing our steps. And we're going to hear that uh, be reflected in the interview today with our gentleman, Mr. Tom. Yeah, we'll talk about the interview afterwards. But even before we play your conversation with Tom you were very impressed with this man. Yeah, I was moved with compassion for Tom, not not from a sympathetic perspective, but being able to hear the humanity of this man, right. how honest and transparent he was. And when I think about the conversation that Jesus had with different individuals, like the woman at the well, he didn't have surface-level conversations with people, Wayne. <laughs> he got into the nit-gritty of who they were, and they opened up their hearts to him. And this is exactly what happened in this interview, a very real, honest, and transparent discussion of the faithfulness of God in the midst of troubling scenarios. So recorded earlier, here's Percy McRae. Well, with me today is Tom Caswell, who is a squamous cell carcinoma cancer patient who treated at Cancer Treatment Centers of America in Chicago. And he's here with us today. Welcome to the show. How are you, my friend? I'm doing well, and I'm glad to be here. Well, we're glad to have you. And as always, uh, here on Health, Hope, and Inspiration, we like to share stories of people who have either experienced cancer directly or supported cancer patients or treated cancer patients. And in your particular case, uh, you are a formerly treated patient. You're now receiving just three-month evaluations to make sure that things are well and okay. And so welcome to the show. First and foremost, my friend, I'd like to ask you, you were diagnosed back in March 2017. How did you find out that you had cancer and how did you react when you found out that you had cancer? It started out with, uh, I was I just wasn't feeling right. I My throat was sore and I couldn't swallow and I thought it was maybe tonsillitis or something. I went into the doctor and they said that I had strep throat. Okay. So I was going undergoing treatment for strep throat and they did uh, some x-rays and stuff and they found two spots on my neck that were showing up and at first they said that it was hardening of the carotid arteries. Okay. Well, after a few weeks of dealing with that, they finally did a biopsy and it came back cancerous. And uh, my wife had a, a co-worker that 
had came to the cancer treatment center, her husband, and they were treated so well here mm. that I said, well, we're going to give it a shot. So I got a hold of these people, and within three days, I was over here, and we were dealing with it. Okay. Well, that's. it sounds like that you had a great experience in how you started your process. Mm-hmm. And if and the word great probably is, is a bit over-exaggerated. There's probably n- never really anything great about being told that you have cancer, but, but the process afforded itself to be uh, user-friendly for you. And so you start your treatment. And, of course, you did radiation and chemotherapy, correct? Yes. Okay. Yes. And so you finished that process of your care and your treatment. And, uh, and, and you mentioned your wife, Vicki. So we want to make sure we give Vicki a shout-out mm-hmm. only because – well, not only, but particularly because we know that caregivers are extremely important and they need to be recognized and honored. And sometimes caregivers get left out. So we want to give a shout out to Vicki, who's sitting on the sideline listening to the interview today. So thank you, Vicki, for being a good uh, caregiver. We know that most cancer patients uh, who are successful typically do not make that journey by themselves. They have someone that's helping them out. So I want to make sure that we acknowledge Vicki and thank her. That being said, my friend, you're also a man of faith. You're a Christian. You you, you have a faith in God. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Let's talk about your faith a little bit. Uh, how would you describe your faith? Again, everyone's faith walk, I think, is very unique and different, and as it should be. So I'd like to hear a little bit about how you would describe your faith in God. Well, it's not perfect by any means. Uh, well, join the club. I'm the captain of that team, actually. So you're you're in good company right now. I struggle daily, and uh, that's the way it is. Um, and that's okay. I, I guess I, I've always had faith and belief, um, but my dedication to it, it has not been good. Uh, I'm a recovering alcoholic and drug addict of 26 years, and I think that's when I first started my walk was I had to realize that there was something bigger in this world than me, and I had to realize that I'm not in the driver's seat, Absolutely, and I had to realize that I can't do these things on my own, Yes, and that was a pretty big pill to swallow. Because I'd always been independent, you know, and stubborn and whatever you want to yeah, call sure, it. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Um, but when I started realizing that I needed God in my life to make this transaction and and rid myself of the addictions, and I saw it working. Okay. And when I started seeing results, that just kind of added to my strength, to my faith. Absolutely. Um and then it got lackadaisical for a while. I mean, I, I've been sober for a number of years. Things going pretty good. You know, life has its ups and downs. Absolutely. On there for a while, I got real angry with God. Okay. And we kind of parted ways for a while. Well, God never left you. You just left him. Exactly. <laughs> and uh, it was my wife and I struggled with that. I was angry. I was... I was displacent. I I was just angry. Okay. And I I don't know what changed it. Well, something changed it. Something got put something on my heart, and something happened. Okay. But it I slowly started making a change. Okay. I still struggled with the anger. Okay. So let's talk about 
because the, the key the key important point here, and, and let me say as a disclaimer, first and foremost, we all struggle or have struggled with something. Uh, that's part of the human experience. I believe that there are no perfect uh, believers or Christians or whatever term one wants to associate with their spirituality, uh, that we're all a work in progress. And so I sit before you as well as a man that is imperfect in many ways. And I call you my friend and my brother. So we don't have to elaborate on that. That's not necessary. You're walking your path. You're walking your journey. That being said, uh, when you become a cancer patient and you're told that you have cancer, you still have a foundation of faith working in you and God in you. So obviously somewhere along the lines, you have to combine those together to work through your process of being a patient. Mm -hmm. How important was your faith to you while being a cancer patient? And how did that help you? That was a big, big, big thing. Okay. Um, I... I don't know, maybe I should be from Missouri or something because I'm kind of a show-me person. <laughs> okay. I get I got to see results. Okay. You know, and I think that's why I struggled before I was diagnosed with cancer with my faith because things were not changing. Everything was just, you know, mediocre. Okay. Well, when I was diagnosed with cancer, I... I guess I didn't really know how to react or don't know what I felt in the beginning. It was a surprise. Sure. Um, and after a couple of weeks and once I got over here and I realized this is cancer. Yeah. This, this is serious. This is real. Then I got scared. Okay. I got really, really scared when I started going through some of the tests and stuff. And that's when I had to back up and say, okay, God. Here it is. Okay. It's it's out there for you to do whatever you're going to do. Okay. And I didn't know if I was going to live. I didn't know if I was going to die. I didn't know. But I had to make the choice and the decision at that point in time that it's out of my control. And that's when you got out of, you know, again, you made the the, uh, the distinction earlier that you, you had to get from behind the this, the, the, the will of the car. Exactly. You know, I've, I've seen this bumper sticker. I've said it a million times where people have put on their car that Jesus is my co-pilot. And, I, and <laughs> nope. I tell people that is incorrect. Exactly. He's driving the bus. And if he's not driving the bus, he's not in the vehicle. Yep. And that and if that's on our vehicle, we need to we need to switch seats. We need to get from behind the will of the car and get in the back seat, not get in the side seat, get in the back. Mm -hmm. And so you you did that. And again, I think the beauty of your story, my friend, and I'm I say this with all genuineness and sincerity is uh, I think the the beauty of who God is, is that God works with us even when we're not at our best, even when we're angry at him, even when there are times we're not clicking on all cylinders. That does not diminish God's love, his faith and his mercy toward us. And I'm hearing you because, you know, you said you got scared. You weren't sure if you were going to live or die. And yet here you are, you're alive and well and looking well, despite the fact of being angry with God at a time or two, despite the fact of maybe not always being all that we think we should be or could be, God's faithfulness to you has never, ever dwindled. And you are alive and well because of that. And so you're a living testimony in my mind. How, do you feel that That's way? That's exactly the way I feel. I I ran into some <laughs> I ran into a few roadblocks during this this ordeal um halfway through my chemo and radiation 
I developed diverticulitis. Okay. And my intestine almost exploded. Okay. So right in the middle of it, I had to go into emergency surgery. Okay. Well, that being said, I was back recovering from that, went right back into the, the chemo and okay. radiation. Okay. And I struggled with that for a while. Yeah, and here you are. And it was painful. Yeah, I mean, here you are. The thing is, is just when I think I'm getting complacent and things, God throws a test at me. Okay. You know, and, and I struggle with patience. And I to this day, even yesterday, my wife and I are sitting in traffic. And, well, evidently today we need a lesson in patience. Okay, okay. You know, this morning waiting to see some of my appointments. I'm, come on, come on, come on. You know, <laughs> I need a lesson in patience. I'm learning to turn things around that when things, instead of getting angry about stuff like that, I have to sit back and look at it okay what am I supposed to be learning here? I try to come away with it as a learning experience, good, bad, or indifferent, okay. but still a learning experience. Yes, yes. And bottom line, I laid in that hospital bed in the ER, and I was praying and praying, but I wasn't praying for me. I was praying for my kids. I was praying for the our soldiers. I was praying for our leaders. Yeah. I was praying for people dealing with illnesses and and. And I, I brought that up to my wife, and she said, you know, you, you got to pray for yourself, too. Okay. And when I did, it seemed like that night things started slowly changing. Okay. Things were starting to get better and better and better. And, and to this day, every day that I wake up, I thank God I'm above ground, and I'm feeling just a little bit, not much, but a little bit better than yesterday, and that's progress. Okay. And I got to learn to, God has taught me how to take that little bit of progress. That little bit of progress is just a big step, is, is a big thing. Sure, absolutely. You know, it's just a little bit at a time. Absolutely. And, and that was one of the things that I had to learn in my alcoholism was I was an all-or-nothing oh, okay. kind of guy. Okay. I either want it all or I don't want none of it. Right. I, there was no happy medium, and, and God's taught me that. So with that, in, in our closing minute here, what I hear and the way that I'd like to frame and close this segment is that despite the path, despite the journey, because we're all on a journey, we're all on a path, God has been faithful with you and to you. And what I'm hearing you say is that every step along the way, there's been something that you've learned, a little something that you've gained, whether it's understanding about being patient or even praying for others in the midst of your own suffering, that God's faithfulness has prevailed. Today, I call you a survivor, a thriver, and someone that, again, I'm encouraged by. Thank you for your testimony and thank you for your journey and the best is still yet to come this has been tom caswell thank you for being on the show today percy thank you for recording and bringing that conversation to us today well again a real conversation with a real human being and dare i say probably represents more of our humanity than many of us would like to own up to but uh displaying how the grace 
and the mercy and the glory of God can reign and rule in any scenario with anyone under any set of circumstances. Can we take a few moments and unpack that conversation? There's so much there. We'll do that in in just a second, if you don't mind. Absolutely. All right. Well, if you or someone you love, like Tom, is fighting cancer, consider Cancer Treatment Centers of America. They treat the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Visit our website at healthhopeandinspiration.com and click on Sponsor to learn more about Cancer Treatment Centers of America or contact one of their friendly oncology information specialists about questions you may have about your treatment options. The toll-free number is 866-712-HOPE. What a great word. 866-712-HOPE. Cancer Treatment Centers of America uses state-of-the-art technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com. What was it about Tom Caswell that really captured our hearts, do you think? Well, again, honesty, transparency, openness. Uh, There was nothing fake or phony uh, about this gentleman. He opened up his heart. He opened up his life, quite frankly, uh, of where he's been. Uh, where he is and where he is heading. And and it was very genuine and authentic. And I was moved by that. Yeah, I think I wrote down the word honesty as I listened because he was just so honest about his struggles with God even. His struggles with God. He talked about how there had been times that he has been angry with God. Uh, he talked about how there's been times that he struggles uh, with being patient and with anger. He didn't use the word anger management, but he said with you uh, dealing with his anger in general that, you know, that he began to understand that for him, that uh, he's learning lessons from the things that he's having to suffer through. So, you know, patience and anger, how that's bringing him closer to God and how that's teaching him uh, about different life lessons. And then, you know, he was very candid about, you know, his, his past addictions that he struggled through and yet still clung to the promise that he belonged to God, that he was a child mm-hmm. of the king. Mm-hmm. And he absolutely is. And that's the message of redemption at the end of the day. Uh, God is not recruiting perfect people for his army. Uh-huh. He's recruiting imperfect but willing people every day. We're all there, aren't and we? And we all fall into that category to some degree or another. But in the context of him being diagnosed with cancer is when then he really had to dig a little bit deeper and when he began to kind of understand some other elements and aspects of who God was in his life. Okay, here's what I want to know. You acknowledged his wife uh, in the room as you recorded your interview with him. What was going on? Could you read her body language as she was listening to Tom? Absolutely. It was clear and obvious to me, as is the case with many and most cancer patients, there is a cheerleader, someone that is standing in your corner and behind you that is propping you up, that is prodding you and pushing you along. And I would imagine, given some of the historical life dynamics that uh, Tom has worked through that we've already referenced, that I saw a woman literally clinging to every word Hmm. that came out of his mouth with the anticipation of, you go, you tell your story, you continue to be strong. You could just tell that she was one of the main people that was basically pushing him to continue to be all that he could be in the midst of his situation. Well, she stuck with him through his addictions. Absolutely. And she was right there. Uh, she was. She just had a spirit of endurance. She had a spirit of encouragement. 
And there was almost, she she was not teary-eyed, but you could tell that she was so somber and so serious and touched by hearing uh, her husband tell his story. And it was very, very touching. That just added to the authenticity of what Tom was saying. It was genuine and it was real. And that was one of the reasons why I thought it was so important to at least acknowledge her presence. Yeah. Because though she was quiet and silent, her presence said everything. Good move. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Good yeah. move. It really did. All right. Um, I was also deeply touched when, when Tom talked about prayer. Uh, I know that uh, that really uh, got your attention, too. Well, it was an interesting school of thought that I want to play with a little bit that he said while while in the midst of his treatment and he, he had some difficulties and some challenges with some other comorbidities while actually treating for his cancer and that he said he really began to dial in and being very prayerful, but not for himself but praying for others. He was. He said he was praying for our leaders. He was praying for family members and friends and the world. And then he said, again, his wife, Vicki, basically encouraged him that he needed to pray for himself. And though he did not say this in the interview, I'm going to take the liberty to suggest my take on that disposition may very well have been that maybe Tom didn't feel like he was worthy to be, for oh, him to I pray see. for himself, okay. but that, that it was good and godly for him to pray for others, but he didn't feel maybe he was worthy to pray for himself. But when he began to start praying for himself, he said he began to see little by little things shifting mm-hmm. and changing and an impact of influence of energy and recovery. Isn't that interesting? What do you make of that? You know, I think that potentially, Wayne, that some individuals can be, and again, I'm not suggesting that this is or is not the case with Tom, that, you know, you can be so beat down by your circumstances of your life or even by the mistakes that you've made in the past that you don't feel like you're worthy of God's prayer or faith or love or favor, but that, you know, you certainly can pray for others. And I think that at the end of the day, he began to embrace the fact, despite his his starts, his stumbles, his challenges, his struggles, that he was worthy of prayer as well and to pray for himself, that it was okay for him mm-hmm. to ask for God's favor for himself. Because, you know, the concept in, in, in Christianity, I think sometimes, and it can be a misgiving school of thought is, you know, just be humble, be pious, you know, <laughs> don't think about yourself. You know, we only need to think about others. And at the end of the day, uh, what comes to mind is King David saying that there were times that he said he had to encourage himself yep. in the Lord. Now, this is the king of yep. Israel right. saying that I got to encourage me. <laughs> you know, I'm standing before the nation and I'm saying God is with us and he'll never leave us and forsake us. Read and though, David's Psalms. That, exactly. Though we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no. He said, I had to encourage myself. And I think that that's exactly what may have transpired here, that he was given license to encourage himself and to pray for himself and to make supplication on his behalf. God bless this man. Yeah, Tom, Vicki, if you're listening, God bless you. Thank you for sharing your life with us here. We love you both, and I was deeply moved and touched and grateful for that opportunity. Yeah. At Cancer Treatment Centers of America, spiritual support is provided as desired by the patient, but uh, so encouraging to hear from Tom here today. Uh, I want to return to the scripture that you read earlier. That's very powerful. But first, do you want to say a word about something else, the Our Journey of Hope Ministry Leaders Network? Absolutely. We're, we're calling all pastors, ministers, and lay leaders to sign up today to become a member of Our Journey of Hope Ministry Leaders Network. 
You'll receive free resources that are online and a monthly e-newsletter filled with practical and helpful information about cancer that you can share with church members, ministry affiliates, family, and friends. We want to nurture you and help you grow as your cancer care ministry partner. Yes, the website, healthhopeandinspiration.com, and at the uh, top of the page is the Our Journey of Hope logo. Click on that, and you'll be able to sign up for the Ministry Leaders Network and learn more about it. And at the same website, don't forget our free resource this week, Reducing Your Risk for Cancer. Percy wrote this for all of our benefit, and uh, we can take this, we can really apply these things to our life. Absolutely. Uh, Again, a couple of things here that's just reminding us we need to get active and stay active. There's something, our physical bodies was built for motion and movement, so we need to activate it. So getting active, there's some things there about activity, about guarding your immune system, about monitoring and managing your stress levels. We need to manage our stress or our stress will manage us. And then, of course, maintaining a balanced diet. And so a wonderful resource that will encourage you and motivate you to continue to do what you can do and manage what you can take control of. Take a look at this. uh, Download it. Reducing your risk for cancer. It's available at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Earlier in the program, you read a passage of scripture that's still stuck in my mind. Would you share that again? Absolutely. Found in Proverbs 16 and verse 9, and it it really covers the dynamic of the conversation that we held today and really how God operates and functions in our lives. It says this, that in their hearts, humans plan their course. We have thoughts about what we're going to do, what we're planning on doing, how we're going to make things happen, but but, I call but the divine (laughs) conjunction, but the Lord establishes their steps. And so we are reminded today, whatever our plans may be, Wayne, we have to also understand that God has a course and a direction and a path, and he's establishing our steps. And he may change the course that we've planned so that we need to be open to that and respond to that accordingly. What a good word. As we wrap up here today, one more time, the website is healthhopeandinspiration.com. This program can be found on many podcast platforms, but start at iTunes so that you can leave a review of our program, which is so very helpful. We would really appreciate that. Absolutely. And we also can be located on iHeartRadio now as well. So there are so many different pathways to connect to health, hope, and inspiration. We'll talk more about that one. All right. And Facebook. Don't forget we're on Facebook, Health, Hope, and Inspiration. I'm Wayne Shepherd. Percy McRae, thank you for your help today. Listen, love you to life and not to death. I got to go get my axe because I got to go chop some, some wood. wood. <laughs> we'll see you next time for Health, Hope, and Inspiration. Health, Hope, and Inspiration is produced and sponsored by Cancer Treatment Centers of America. If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider Cancer Treatment Centers of America. We treat the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Our hospitals in Atlanta, Chicago, Philadelphia, Phoenix, and Tulsa take an integrative approach to cancer care. We use conventional medical treatments to attack the disease while helping patients manage side effects and maintain their quality of life by using evidence-informed therapies like nutrition and naturopathic support, along with pastoral care, pain management, and other supportive care services. Treatments are tailored to each patient's specific needs. Visit healthhopeandinspiration.com to view our cancer-related resources or to contact our oncologist 
Dermatology Information Specialists about questions you may have about your treatment options. Working together under one roof, our cancer experts use state-of-the-art technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com.